Welcome to the Asia Society Hong Kong Movers and Shakers podcast. Through the short interactive fireside chat, we get to meet with the leaders and game changers in different industries for insights into their personal journey to success, what they learned, how they failed, and other interesting wisdom they may want to share. Part two of our podcast with Ryan, he gives a candid update of his travel adventures as he waits out his COVID-19 quarantine and how he was able to procure a last-minute flight out of the Simeon Mountains on the border of Ethiopia and southern Sudan. Ryan conducted the following interview from his hotel room in Istanbul, Turkey, where he has been living for the last few months. You know, to be honest with you, what's kind of got me through this last couple of months has been kind of watching you weekly because we're all cannot travel and you are still traveling at least from your videos from the the uh, uh what's on tv so so just kind of tell us your plans and how have you been spending the last couple of months well um so i guess in january we started to hear about the you know the covid19 um you know outbreak in china and uh right. And, and I guess like like the rest of the world, we underestimated the the seriousness of it. And so I, I kept working. Um, so in, in January, I was in Russia. Uh, in February, I filmed in Myanmar in the Chin Hills uh, along the border with Bangladesh. And then in um, and then in March, I, I went to Ethiopia and I thought like, you know, Let's just uh, go up into the mountains for two weeks and and avoid the news and and kind of uh, you know cleanse our minds of all this COVID nineteen talk. And when we were in Ethiopia filming an episode uh, up in the Simeon Mountains on the border with South Sudan, the you know the world closed um, essentially while we were there, and right. um, and I wasn't able to go back to my home in Dubai and because uh, Dubai closed its borders to residents and I'm a resident of Dubai. I'm not a citizen of Dubai. I have a, I, I have see. like a, a, a residence visa. And, um, so I was in the Ethiopian airport and I, I could either go back to Canada, um, where I don't really have any real connection to anymore or, or, or Turkey. And I, I decided to fly to Istanbul cause it's a very short flight and it's the same time zone um, as most of my business is done in, you know, in Asia and then in Europe. It's better than being in North America. So I just decided to, to come here and, and I'm now into my ninth week in, uh, in Istanbul. And uh, I love this city. I think it's wonderful. It's, it's actually great to be here. Uh, terrible to say maybe, but it's great to be here during this time because Normally, it's a bustling, busy, noisy city of like 18 or 19 million people. And now it's just mm -hmm. empty and quiet and beautiful and the skies are blue and there's no traffic on the streets. And, you know, I, I, I feel like I'm really lucky to have made it here and, and to be able to relax here. And, um, and I rescued a baby kitten. Um, so I've been taking care of this little kitten and he's been keeping me company. So Istanbul's given me given me quite a lot over the last few weeks. I've been been very happy. Um, but obviously it sucks not to be able to be out filming and traveling the world like we're used to. But um, we'll we'll get back to it soon, I hope. But can you still travel around in in, um, in Istanbul and Turkey or are you ground? I mean, what's it? Yeah, traveling. So traveling in between cities is not allowed. Um, Monday to Friday, I'm allowed to walk around in in the in the Istanbul city itself, but everything is closed except for grocery stores and pharmacies. Um, and uh, so, and then on the weekend, Saturday, Sunday, we've had like full lockdowns. 
but as of tomorrow, which is Wednesday the 27th or Thursday the 28th, the city is supposed mm-hmm. to like fully reopen again. And I guess we're all, um, you know, excited and nervous at the same time just to just to see what happens. But I, I think they're going to try to reopen restaurants um, and cafes and stuff uh, on the 28th, I think. I seem to recall Turkey was, uh, their numbers were kind of high initially, uh, maybe a couple of months ago. Uh, I mean, how has the, the COVID uh, situation there uh, developed in terms of the numbers? I think they had, I think they had high numbers. I mean, I, to be honest, Alice, I mean, I've, I stopped watching the news like six weeks ago. Like I stopped, I stopped looking at the daily count numbers. I stopped watching everything. I I just couldn't, couldn't do it anymore. It was just making me mentally ill. Um, but I did, I did follow what was going on in Turkey and, um, the numbers spiked here quite quickly, I think because they were just testing so much. Uh, uh, and I guess that's a good thing. Um, and but it hasn't affected me or my situation in Istanbul at all. I mean, you have to wear a mask when you go to the grocery store. Um, and that's basically all I do. I don't see anyone in the streets and I don't have any friends or family here. So so it's basically just, you know, going to the grocery store once or twice a week and then maybe just taking long walks around the city and not really talking to anyone. Um, there, there are a few doctors that are following me on Instagram who are in Istanbul, because uh, I've been posting so much from Istanbul, and I guess they fall, started following me. And uh, one of the doctors says the first few weeks was really crazy, um, mm-hmm. but now everyone like knows what to do, and they have enough PPE uh, at his hospital in Istanbul. And he says like everyone now knows what to do, and, and there's less chaos, and it seems like they're not overwhelmed. Um, but that was just one doctor at one hospital who was following me on social media, so I don't know, don't know how much of a of a, a journalist resource that could be, but that's one in, one impression anyways. But how about you, in terms of your crew, are you just by yourself or do you have other people with you? Um, uh, no, I'm, I mean, my, my crew went back home. So one, one of my crew members lives in the U S and another one lives in Canada and, um, yeah, and they just went home and I, I live in Dubai and, uh, wasn't able to get home and I didn't want to go home. Um, you know, my mother lives just outside of Toronto, but I didn't want to go and stay with her through all of this. And, um, and so I just, yeah, so I just came here and it's been, it's been nice. Uh, I love this city. I've, I've been, I came here the first time in 2002. Actually, I haven't been back since, but I love it. And, um, and it's beautiful, but it's just, you know, everything's closed. So it, ha- it hasn't been, um, the full Istanbul experience. But are you, um, so once it's, you know, things are kind of, I guess, when this, uh, everything reopens on Thursday, you still don't know when you're going to be going back to Dubai then? Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the uncertainty about everything is still exists. Um, the city itself is going to open up on, on, on Wednesday or Thursday, but, um, but again, international travel uh, I mean, how many months or years away from that are we? Uh, like, when are when are we going to be able to trust the airlines to take care of us? When are we when are we going to be able to trust that countries aren't just going to close their borders or tell citizens from certain countries they're not allowed to come in? I mean, it's just it's uh, it's terrifying because you know, for someone like me who's traveling 250, 300 days a year, filming and doing events and stuff like that, um, it's I don't know when that's going to kind of come back. So I do know that Europe is going to try to reopen to domestic travelers in June and then to international travelers in July. Um, 
And that's positive because we have some filming to do in Europe. And some of the people that uh, have asked us to come to Europe to do the filming have suggested that July might actually be possible. So um, I might just go from Istanbul directly to Europe. Uh, and if my crew can come over from North America safely, uh, then we'll start filming again. But one of the biggest issues actually is the insurance company that we use for our travel and our film stuff are actually not ex not not issuing any policies at the moment. So like because no one knows how to insure travel moving forward. Right. And um, yeah, so we can't like we can't go into the field and start filming in unless we can kind of insure ourselves and no one knows um, how that's going to look. So I'm hoping that kind of figures itself out in June and then maybe we can get back to work in July safely. So I, I noticed uh, one of the things that I think, in fact, when Joe and, and I got your news, you're starting uh, also kind of doing some podcasting. So what have you been doing to keep you busy? Has it been the podcasting with the kittens? And, and tell us what's kind of keeping you busy the last couple of weeks. Um, well, so for the first kind of two weeks, I think I was in shock, like, you know, like everyone else, like I just did nothing. Um, I didn't know what to do. I didn't have any idea how long this was going to last. I think I was just watching Netflix and drinking whiskey, single malt whiskey every, every night, just trying to be like, what's going on in the world. And then, and then I think kind of by week three, I started figuring out that this is probably going to last a long time. So I started doing these. Um, I started doing these Instagram live uh, conversations, and I called them the COVID calls. And uh, and I've done about 45 of them now. And basically, I just uh, I chat and interview friends, other creative people, um, people I've never met, but we've kind of been internet friends for a while. So like. Uh, other photographers, other filmmakers, other people in television, some artists, and I just interview them for an hour because I miss meeting new people because um, that's my my job essentially. And um, so I've been doing that on Instagram, and then also I put those same conversations on YouTube. Uh, I also launched my own podcast, and it's just called the Ryan Pyle Podcast, and that's available on Apple and Spotify, and it's also on mm -hmm. my YouTube channel. And, uh, yeah, I've been doing these video blogs as well, where I just kind of talk about my feelings to the camera because that's my job and I miss doing my job. So I've been just doing a ton of everything's on my YouTube channel. Uh, everything that we're making, um, you know, these days is, is going up there and it's just great because I can share the content and people can interact with me. And it, it's very nice. Actually, the, the COVID calls that I do on Instagram live, that's a very interactive platform and, um, it's, it's really lovely because people can ask me questions and I can reply to them in real time. So these are things I just never had time to do in, in the past because I was running or in airports or offline filming in some middle of nowhere. So, um, you know, it's, it's nice. And also too, Expedition Asia, Tele Expedition Asia is coming out on Discovery Channel yeah, on June 2nd in, in Hong Kong and in Singapore and the rest of Southeast Asia. So uh, I've been doing a lot of promotions for that. So that's also something that's been keeping me busy. Well, I have to say, like I said earlier, your your show on, on TV now has been keeping me because right now we're all wondering when we can travel again. And I think just the other day, I think uh, last week or, or this week, you, you were I mean, somewhere, which mountain was it? I was like, oh, my God, when are we going to? Uh, it is kind of allowing us to travel via vicariously via your your shows and um, and yeah I, I think here most of the people we're talking to um, who travels a lot they're all kind of going to be um, uh, grounded until end of the year 
is what I'm hearing. And we, we now are talking about our own trouble bubbles. I think maybe China will open up for us, China and Macau, and maybe Taiwan. That'll be in the, maybe the first bubble. And then we're hoping maybe Australia or New Zealand could be that. So I'm also thinking about July. It was supposed to be back in the States visiting family, but that doesn't look like it's going to happen. Right. So we're, we're also, for, for you know how small Hong Kong is, um, when you go out of town, you're out of the country. So we right now, everybody is kind of a bit... Um, a bit cap and feverish. We're all dying to, to, to do something. But so I think the next best thing for us has been this uh, uh, armchair traveling through around Asia in, 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 um, in 80 days. So I'll we'll definitely link that to your, your, your sites and so on. Um, but Thank but you. you're now doesn't planning on going back to Dubai anytime soon. Um, maybe we'll, we'll just kind of keep on following you. But what do you miss most um, now that, you know, this last couple of months? I mean, is it, is it, you know, what are some of the stuff you're missing that you wish you kind of have besides the traveling? I, I just, uh, I just, I love working. I mean, I don't really feel like I, I work like a real job. I, I just, it's my hobby and I love it. And I just miss like leading my crew to explore amazing places. And, and it, it really is like a drug. Uh, I actually saw a psychiatrist about this because uh, because it actually it's, you know, traveling and, and doing new things every single day releases all these endorphins and stuff like that. And uh, and you do become addicted to it and like a drug. And then when it takes, you know, when it when it gets taken away, you really do kind of fall off a bit of a cliff. So I just miss I miss feeling useful. I miss uh, telling stories. You know, we're going to have a I, I had an amazing year lined up for myself and my crew. You know, I worked really hard at the end of last year and early this year. And we were going to start in March and film for like almost 300 days this year uh, straight. Like, I mean, we had we had jobs in Saudi Arabia. We had eight episodes of Extreme Treks to do on BBC. Um, we were talking about doing another show at Discovery Channel. Like we were just going to go nonstop and then it all just fell apart. So uh, I just, yeah, I just miss feeling useful. I don't mind making social media content, but I, I prefer, I prefer kind of being out in the wild. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it sounds like it might be a while, like you said, with the with all of the uncertainties. And uh, but health-wise, you're okay. I mean, everything yeah. is fine. You okay? All yeah. right. Well, I think right now that's what we're trying to. We're all trying to keep uh, mentally sane and. Uh, and trying to keep up with, uh, in here in Hong Kong, we've been very fortunate in terms of our numbers. Um, I think we haven't had the kind of lockdown that um, everywhere in the world has. In fact, uh, you know, uh, we can go around uh, quite easily. Everybody has their mask on and so on. So I think, uh, but it's just, I think the only thing we really in Hong Kong, the, the, the dense city where we miss is really the, the traveling, just even going to parts of Asia, whether it's Japan, Taiwan, or Bali or whatever, we have not, everybody's been, um, been, been grounded for since after Chinese New Year. So, yeah. so yeah, yeah. So, so it's been kind of, um, Hong so Kong's such a, Hong Kong's such a great hub and to be is. stuck in a hub is no, is no fun. You know, you can't go to Thailand or Vietnam or, or Malaysia or yeah, to Japan and Taiwan. You guys are really just stuck. Well, it's kind of like Dubai. Dubai is also a hub too, right? In yeah. Ways, but the Middle East. So, so they're um, all kind of, everybody is just until um, the story gets better. And, uh, but even if we are okay, I think what we're hearing is like uh, the other places, the other cities are, are not ready uh, for us. Um, you know, 
that's why we're all looking at the different the, the in New Zealand is safe but even if um, if I can go to the states coming back here we still have to do a 14-day quarantine so is it worth it I think that the quarantining is that's what people are are are, are wondering if you know if it's worth the trouble if you're going to have to quarantine here for 14 days another place for 14 days that's yeah. a month um, so so yeah so but uh, it's going to be but tough. Yeah, yeah, but we're really thankful uh, because this, uh, when I was talking to Joe, we're going to be um, putting uh, your podcast on and then a, getting some update. And I've been taking the opportunity to talk to people who have been stuck uh, at quarantine in, in, in Singapore and the U.S. and so on. Just kind of also because we've been so busy and really now having time to capture people literally with some time on their hand to have some uh, of a great conversation. So yeah. what's the name of the, uh, the kitten? Have you named the kitten? I, I named the kitten Whiskey. Okay. So uh, not very creative for people who know me, but, uh, but he's cute and he's keeping, I found him when he was, um, he was almost dead actually. He was, uh, he was crying. I was at, when I was, it was when I was in staying in the hotel, I was up on the sixth floor and uh, one night about 6 p.m. I, I could hear this kitten crying from the sixth floor, which was pretty loud. And it sounded awful. And then I just kept going back out like every hour and I could still hear the kitten crying. And I was like, wow, where's the mother? And then um, and then I was like, well, if it's still crying in the morning, I'll try to find it. And then because uh, I was like the only person in, like there were three of us at the Hilton Hotel in Istanbul. Um, it was like a 500 person hotel room. It was crazy. And um, and yeah, so the next morning I woke up and I could still hear the kitten crying. So I went down and followed the cries and. There he was, kind of like behind a little shed, and no brothers, sisters, no mothers. And he was only about ten days old, Aww. and uh, yeah. So I cleaned him up, and uh, and I've been uh, raising him. So that's keeping me busy as well. Good companionship. Oh, that's so great. That is so great. I now have to check your uh, Instagram to see a photo of, of, of the kitten. Yeah, there's lots. There's lots of them in there. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll have to share that with our with our audience. But yeah, but I wanted to thank you. I mean, this is great because um, also um, another thing that Mike, you know, what are some of you, but it sounds like you've been grounded over there. So you haven't really had an opportunity to check out some of the, the, the spots of, um, of uh, Istanbul. So maybe when it reopens, we can kind of come back to you. You can give us some, some of the top lists of places that you would recommend people to go when, uh, when we can travel again to, um, to, to Istanbul. Yeah, I mean, all the restaurants and mosques and tourist locations are all just closed. So um, it'll be interesting to see how this kind of reopening goes because, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a big city of 18 million people. There's a lot of lot of people you come into contact with every day. So it's uh, it'll be interesting. We'll come back to you and then uh, ask for your recommendations. And when, when you are, uh, can you can, you know, get out and about? Okay. okay. That would be great. And uh, really looking forward to having my chat with Joe come out. That's wonderful. Great. great. We're going to be putting that in this, with this uh, supplement, uh, with this update. Um, okay. You know, thank you so much for, for your time. And good luck with everything. And, uh, and I look forward to, um, every week I look forward to your show these days, even more so than ever. Uh, because That's it is, great. <laughs> it is helping us getting around. And, and the, the gosh, the, the mountains, the places you've been able to go, this, I'm so envious. Yeah. The, are you watching the show on BBC, The Extreme Treks? Yes. Yeah, yes. okay. Yeah, I think I've seen everything. Because there was nothing else. And I think I've exhausted my Netflix and um, uh, the, the shows that I want to watch. Anyway, I don't want to get 
kind of hooked on on series. But I think your shows have just been, you know, it's been beautifully uh, photographed, and you're a great storyteller. So I've been uh, watching uh, Extreme Trek. I think I think almost every week for the last um, uh, last couple of months. Thank you so much. That's very yeah. nice of you to say. Yeah, just try to try to just take people to a beautiful place once a week, and hope hopefully they won't have to think about work or or our current uh, situation that we're all living through. Well, here in Hong Kong, we're also living through, uh, as of a couple of days ago, uh, protesters are back and the violence, and we're hoping, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, we have, uh, there's so many issues around the world, and I think your, your travel has really been able to take us out of our, um, our, our own living for a while, and just for an hour to see these beautiful, um, and you've really done a great job, I think, in terms of your storytelling and the people, um, so good luck with, with, uh, with everything, and enjoy um, Istanbul. Okay. Thank you so much. And anytime you want to chat, just ring me. I'm doing, this we is will. all I do now. This is we all will. I do now. Now that we know you're, you're, you're available and you're, you're, you know, where you are. So we definitely will do that. Okay. Thank you so, so much, Alice. Much. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.